have the honor of chatting with a living legend. Yeah, I said it. An artist, rapper, songwriter, producer, manifestation king, 30 uh, under 30 Forbes lister, business model maker, newly independent. Did I miss anything? I don't, did you do best-selling author? Oh, there you go. I did author though, but not best-selling. The one and the only Russ. How are you feeling today? I'm great. How are you? I feel so good. I'm so excited to have you here with us. Like, what an honor. Your hair is incredible. Oh, thank you. So is yours, yeah. but you're covering you. it today. Yeah, I got the bun going on. <laughs> I'm never going to take it down now. I'm be like, oh, you know what? <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Russ, as an artist, let's just step into it. You know, I feel like you wear so many different hats. Like, you're like mm -hmm. multifaceted king. And one thing I feel like that collides with both of your worlds, with being an artist and also being a human, is the fact that you really bet on yourself. Yeah. What type of resilience do you need to have? Or what is it called? The delusional self-belief do you need to mm -hmm. have in order for you to really tap into that? Yeah, that's so key. It's so key. And I think... Um... I think a lot of people lose like before they start just because they don't even think that they can do it and they don't have that delusional, you know, level of confidence. And the reason why I call it delusional is because, you know, before you go do what you're about to do, before you ended up doing what you're doing here and before I ended up doing what I'm doing, we had to be the first ones to think we could do it. Mm -hmm. And it's delusional to think some of these thoughts, you know? So, um, you know, and, and along the way, you're just going to get met with so many, uh, reasons to give up you know but it just depends on how you frame that like they could either be reasons to give up or reasons to keep going so you know depending on your uh mental makeup mm. you know it, it'll kind of determine whether you you know decide to persevere if you're like nah you know what that's enough i'm okay on this and i think a lot of people just it's easier to give up you know but i um, agree yeah. Talk to me about those three major things, being delusional, being persistent, mm -hmm. and also gratitude. Where did that collide for you? Yeah, so the delusion is like step one, because you're like, all right, I'm about to be a massive artist and producer and da 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 and it's like, yeah, okay. Um, the persistence is, you know, when you're going and you're you're putting out a mixtape and it doesn't do anything, a song doesn't do anything 11 times, and all these reasons to like, be like damn it's not working you gotta persevere um you know based off of just the idea that you can be this thing that you see in your head mm -hmm. um, and then the gratitude is that when it all does start to happen it's super super easy and i i struggle with it every day you know it's super easy to get jaded and kind of block your future blessings because you're not even counting the current ones because you're so focused on you know what's next and what i haven't done yet and how you know it's the whole it's like the the hedonistic treadmill thing where you know really great things happen really bad things happen are down here and you're like you know uh the, your level of happiness just like the homeostasis of happiness is right here and when something really good happens you have a spike and then it goes back to your regular shit something really bad happens it spikes downwards and it goes back to your regular shit. And so it's a problem because you end up uh, on this treadmill and nothing, you know, you don't know why you're running and, and, and like why nothing can really even last that long. A bad moment doesn't affect you that long, but a good moment doesn't even affect you that long. And the trick is to know where you're going. You know what I'm saying? The trick is to actually have a definite aim because when you have a definite aim, you can be like, oh, you know what? 
I always said I wanted a platinum debut album. I have a platinum debut album. So I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I'm no longer on the treadmill chasing after just nothing, you know? So uh, gratitude is just how you stay motivated and stay inspired because when you really like, when I tap back into how bad I wanted what I currently have, it's like, oh, what? I'm about to go so hard because it's like, wait a second. You're telling me I actually was able to make this shit happen? So now I'm like, wait a second. If this is now my starting point, right? Like this, you're telling me this is the starting line now? Because the starting line used to be no followers, no fans, no nothing. And I got here. So wow. you're telling me now this is the new starting line? Oh, yeah. You know, but it's do hard you, to get there. Yeah, I was going to say, do you feel like you struggle with being... Um, or having that type of level of gratitude because then yeah. maybe you feel like you can get complacent, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so tricky. Like that, it's a fine line between between like gratitude and uh, complacency and just being content and being complacent. So I don't try to stay there for too long, you know? I try to just use it just enough to check back in. And then I'm like, all right, you know? But it's, yeah, it's tricky because ambition sometimes ambition sometimes fucks up your gratitude too like you wanting so much you forget how bad you wanted what you currently have so it's just all like mental warfare constantly <laughs> you know I what i'm saying because i feel yeah. like sometimes i deal with that myself and as well as you know you're talking about ambition and i feel like that has helped you stay faithful to your dreams in a way you yeah. know but how do you feel or how do you stay faithful to your dreams or how did you do it when you were in the basement yeah. and you were literally it wasn't coinciding your dreams with the financial gain at that point or yeah. with the streams or with literally the recognition. How did you do it? Competitiveness, you know, competitiveness with like myself. And I just didn't want to lose. I didn't want to give up and then everyone else be right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was competitive to the point where it's like, you know what? Even if I wasn't quote unquote meant to do this based off of sheer God-given talents and skills, because there's so many people that when, you know, their 20th song they ever make is sounds incredible and they're 19 and then I was never like that. You feel me? I just had to bust my ass, but it's like what 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 I lacked in talent and skill I made up for and just sheer will and competitiveness and just drive because I was like I refuse to like not make this idea come true I refuse to be wrong to myself and I refuse to prove these people right mm. you know what I'm saying so I was like nah I'll be fucking damned if I don't make this happen you know talk to me about that pivotal moment that you had like let's say in your career where the outside world can say alright well this is a failure but you felt like you know what this is a stepping stone for me Especially since you literally recorded, what is it, for like two and a half years, a song yeah. every day? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, a pivotal moment, oh, like a failure. Well, to be honest, every project I put out um, before the debut album could have been looked at as a failure from the outside looking in because it's like, you didn't blow up. Back to the drawing board, you know, but for me, they were all just like learning lessons and kind of seeing what music did resonate if any and figuring out the approach without without me putting out 11 projects i would have never stumbled on the approach of doing a song a week which is inevitably what blew me up but i wouldn't have been able to wake up randomly in 2011 
you know, right when I'm about to start putting out music for the first time and be like, oh, I know exactly how to do this. It's a song a week. I had to go through my process, you know? So I had to fail all those times to really figure out the right way to do things. But that's why I don't look at them like failures. Those were stepping stones. I had to walk on each one of those to finally get to the, you know, the place where I'm like, all right, no, I actually know what to do now. So you feel like you found your sound like sonically during that phase. Yeah, I definitely, that was it. I'm glad you said that. Cause I don't, I didn't even think about that really till now, but yeah, that was also really a really big thing because I was, I was making so much music. I was just putting it out incorrectly. Um, but I was making so much music and I got to practice so much. I had like, you know, by the time I was doing a song a week on SoundCloud, I was, you know, I was still gonna get better and I still got better, but I had gotten it to a point where I had my sound. And so mm. now that's why I think the SoundCloud shit was so effective because it wasn't me putting out a song a week and you could hear he's trying to still figure it out. Mm. It was like every song was pretty solid. It was all like, oh shit, okay, this dude's just a maniac. How does he have this many songs and they all sound like quality? Because at that point, like you said, like like we're talking about, I had found my sound. So now it was much more targeted shooting. It wasn't just like aimlessly firing off into the wind. It was like, nah, I really got this sound that I'm about to just shoot y'all with fucking over and over and over again. I love that. And I love how you talk about growth. I feel like that's one of my favorite stories in hip hop is, is honestly yours because of the growth. So let's see, how do you feel like you've evolved from records like Losing Control to now yeah. your latest release, Ugly featuring Little Baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the evolution is really just, to be honest, it's me just getting more comfortable with my voice. Me, me, um, just, just paying more attention to what I really want to make and what really makes me happy. Um, and honestly, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to just stay in that headspace where I make sure. I'm not making music uh, while considering outside chatter that I'm making it from a pure place. And that's what people don't understand, like losing controls and what they want and all those songs, they came from a place when I did not have the ability to give a fuck what anyone was talking about because there was nobody talking. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times when fans are like, um, man i miss this old stuff or this old i miss when it was like this it's like fans need to understand that number one first of all it's a, a lot of times it's they miss their old life where they were at but the other thing is like when you're making music and you know nobody fucking can hear it and nobody's listening and you don't have all this chatter in your head about how they feel about you that it, it's from the most pure place ever when you blow up and there's millions of people watching, you know the critiques and the chatter and the this and the that and the this and the pressures now, you're taking care of a whole family and all these things. It's like, sometimes it dilutes the purity of the music making process because it's not so innocent anymore. Well, how do you cancel that? How do you cancel the outside noise? Man, I've been fucking trying for every, every once in a while, I do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why music is so therapeutic for me because it's my way of canceling the outside noise, but way easier to do that when there is no outside noise. 
know what I'm saying? Like, but with the outside noise now, you you know, it it's one of those things that you got to just stay in the present moment and stay in the right now and realize that anything that's not happening right here, right now, it's over there and isn't even real, you know, and you can't feed it. So a lot of it is just ego because the ego wants to be, you know, represented well. And the ego is the one that's getting attacked publicly. And the ego is like, yeah. y'all don't get it. Then, you know, but it's like, man, I try to just use my spirit as a lighthouse and, and, and try to just let that take me to where I need to go. I feel like it's been reflected in your career, honestly, your spirit, you. like your inner being. Thank you. I hear it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. You're truly a calculated man, and you were super transparent in your tweet where you basically said, like, you didn't know how you were going to conquer radio. How did that moment feel when you literally became number one most added song with your new record yes. on Urban Radio? Like, talk to me about that. That was just like, wow, okay, I cracked the code. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, cool. I remember getting that when I was with the label, number one most added. If I even ever did, I don't know, maybe it was like number two, but I was like, wow, I'm officially like really my own label. I cracked the code. There's nothing a label can hang over my head. Like, oh, well, you know, you're not getting radio play though, being independent. It's like, nah, like there's nothing left to conquer now. You feel me? Like I got radio yes. play. I'm, I'm still in rap caviar, just like every other artist who signed to a major label. Like. I got, you know, magazine covers on the way coming out. It's like, man, like what, what, you feel me? What else is there to do that a label is doing? You know what I mean? So I you feel like I just cracked the code. I feel like you did too. You literally cracked a business model. You're a walking business model. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, you talked about being or feeling like the underdog before. Do you yeah. still feel like you're underappreciated sometimes? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And I think I like I like having the chip on my shoulder though. I think it's um it's a cool driving force for me and it's a it's a um I don't need much to kind of get me riled up to be like it's like the last dance shit with Michael Jordan where he was just like the littlest thing he would take personal and it would be enough for him to fucking score 40 on me. You wow. know, so I kind of feel the same way where it's like, you know. I need like the littlest issue that isn't probably really offensive at all, but just to keep me going. But um, no, nah, I mean, I definitely still feel underappreciated though, just because I feel like I'm a one of one, you know, and I feel like authenticity and when it's one of one is, is, is going to be a really big, important, impactful thing. And I feel, and I know I'm not there yet, but I know it's coming because I know what I'm doing. You can't get from anywhere else. Like, you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know that um, Yes. this is the entertainment industry. So I know that there's some artists who are just here to entertain you. And I fuck with that. And because I like to be entertained too. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I know when it comes down to like what I'm providing and the messages mm -hmm. and just what I'm trying to contribute to society on a mental level, you can't get it from anyone else right now. And I just feel like at some point, this shit is going through the fucking roof for real. So Definitely. I love the confidence. And I can chat you. with you all day. But before we close out, I feel like we've met so many different versions of Russ. Which one would you say is your favorite? Interesting. Like musically? Musically and as a being. Mm.
And musically, I gotta keep it real. <laughs> musically, should I say that? I don't know. Um, musically, I really love the completely drunk in the studio, twenty-one-year-old, twenty-two-year-old. Because that dude, that dude was like, that was losing control. You feel me? That was what they want. Like that dude just was faded in the studio and did not fucking know anything going on in the world was like much younger than 21 uh mentally you know what i'm saying or not even mentally but like um maturity i guess but mm -hmm. but it allowed it to be very childlike and innocent and just reckless like pure pure creative energy undiluted that dude was fucking awesome but not sustainable you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. not sustainable so um, the me now musically is way more sustainable and I'm more conscious now of what I'm putting out. So I like that. I like, I like this version of myself in general the most, man, just because there's things in the way I think now that I can't believe, like I look back at just old interviews or just, I look back at how I used to think four years ago, five years ago. I'm like, what the fuck like how did i have friends what is wrong like what <laughs> how did anyone fuck with me <laughs> but I feel it's like, like we're all like that yeah i'm just like bro like what on earth was i doing but um no nah, i'm just like more aware now I, I just feel like i'm more uh strategic with my uh with my energy so mm, i love that well, listen, Russ, I could chat with you all day, but tell me, where can people keep up with you, find your latest project, everything that you're doing? Yeah, just type in um, Russ on Google and don't scroll too far. Cause I don't know what's <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for your energy, your transparency, your love. Honestly, such a beautiful conversation. Thank you're you. You're delightful. Thank I love you. talking with you. Yeah, you're Thank amazing. you so much. Thank you. I yeah. really appreciate that. Yeah, you're very warm. <laughs> Some people are warm, some people are cold. It's like an energy, you know? Yeah, yeah, I definitely feel that. I know also, like, I was reading that your mom is into energy. So I'm like, oh, we're going to vibe. Yeah, my mom is, so my mom is a, um, she's a certified life coach, but also an energy healer. And she, you know, she'll run bars on you. If people know in the energy space, like, she'll run your bars and, um, you know, do energy work. And very, you know, she talks with clients every other day, every day, and, She's just incredible, just kind of like having her as this uh, spiritual backbone, <laughs> you know, has I been really, it. yeah, it's been like super, it's a blessing and a curse be, because because of her, I'm so sensitive and such like an empath, but also it's a, it's a superpower in and of itself. So, you know. All right. Thank you so much, yeah. Russ. I'm definitely going to follow through with your projects and everything else you yeah. have going on. Thank you so much. You're amazing. Thank you, you too.